Merhaba from Keswick Village. This is the Rorschach Turkey update from the 12th of September 2023. A quick summary of what's going down in Turkey. On Wednesday the 6th, Muharrem Ince, the head of the Homeland Party, had a private meeting with Meral Akşener, the head of the nationalistic opposition party, the Good Party. The meeting was called into question as they might have been talking about an alliance. During the May elections, Muharrem Ince insisted that the Good Party and the main opposition, Republican People's Party, or CHP, leave the nation's alliance and form a new alliance with the Homeland Party. Now, the Good Party isn't on good terms with the CHP and might be more welcoming to the Homeland Party. The two leaders didn't comment on their gathering. Instead, jokingly, Inje said that in the meeting, Akshenar told him not to say anything and let the public be curious. More on politics, Seskin Tanrikalu, the parliament member from the CHP, said that the Turkish military once killed 15 villagers by throwing them out of a helicopter. The European Court of Human Rights confirmed the horrible development. His remarks caused quite a stir among the party and the parliament. The CHP spokesperson said that such an accusation was unacceptable, denying the allegation. Many politicians targeted Tanrikalu for speaking ill of the Turkish armed forces. On Saturday the 9th, a prosecutor filed a lawsuit against Tanrikalu on charges of inciting hatred and degrading the Turkish state and its organs. There has been a lot of heavy rains this past week and many cities, including Istanbul and Kırıkkale, flooded. Unfortunately, at least eight people died in the floods. On Friday the 8th, after five days of search, the rescue teams found a dead body of a baby in the city of Aksaray. The governor of the city said that, quote, God wanted to take her with him, end quote. Of course, his comment caused backlash among the public. His words were put into question because if the city had taken the necessary precautions, the death could have been easily prevented, and the passing of the baby wasn't fate, but the city's shortcomings. The floods also affected the country's exports badly. The floods hit a large furniture shopping and building complex in Istanbul and damaged many goods. Experts say that the floods may drop furniture exports by 20%. On that note about the rain, meteorologists say that heavy rain will continue throughout this week and that they expect floods in 10 cities. Among them are Antalya, Mersin, and Artvin. Back to the CHP, on Saturday the 9th, the party celebrated the 100th anniversary of its establishment. A hundred years ago, Atatürk, the founder of the Turkish Republic, founded the Republican People's Party to lead the government. The party visited Atatürk's mausoleum in Ankara to commemorate him. In other news, on Wednesday the 6th, President Erdogan pardoned Hayrettin Gül. Gül was serving an aggravated lifetime in prison for his involvement in the Sivas massacre, where a mob lit a hotel on fire, targeting Alevi intellectuals who were staying at the inn. Erdogan pardoned him because he was having health problems. The Constitution allows prisoners to be pardoned if their health deteriorates in prison. However, the president rarely uses this right. Many political prisoners have died in jail because they couldn't access proper health care in prison, and the president wouldn't pardon them. Erdogan's move was called into question as he granted a pardon to this person and not to others who needed it. On a separate note, a police officer only received a fine for killing a person. Back in 2019, a police officer hit and killed a civilian with an armored vehicle. The court charged him with death by negligence. The court held the final trial for the case on Monday the 4th and sentenced the police officer to three years in prison. On Tuesday the 5th, according to the reporting of the Sur agency, the court reduced his sentence to months, but then the tribunal turned his sentence into a 20,000 lira fine. That's around 750 US dollars. According to the Constitution, 
Since his sentence was less than three years, he won't spend time in prison. It'll solely be on his record. In surprising news, this month, the Turkish Statistical Institute, or TÜİK, the state-run statistical authority, announced a higher monthly inflation rate than the Information Research Group, best known as ENAG, an independent research group. According to TÜİK, inflation increased over 9% in August. However, ENAG said that it increased over 8.5%. The difference is less than 1%, but it's still meaningful. Let's get back to the economy. President Erdogan revealed Turkey's economic targets and forecasts for the next three years. Apparently, he is now endorsing more conventional policies, despite religiously forcing unorthodox methods in the last three years. Erdogan said that through a tight monetary policy, meaning increasing interest rates, the government will drop the soaring inflation to single digits. This is an unusual policy since it comes from a man who said that he was an enemy of the interest rate, deeming it a sin in Islam. Speaking of the president, Noray Babajan, a journalist, wrote that the ruling Justice and Development Party, or AKP, is considering three names for the party leader for the post-Erdogan period. Seljuk Peraktar, Erdogan's son-in-law and the co-owner of Turkey's well-known weapons manufacturer, Baikar. Hakan Fidan, the current foreign minister. And Suleyman Soylu, the former interior minister. Some want Erdogan's son-in-law to join politics and take his father-in-law's position in the party, like the old Ottoman Sultanate days. However, others say that this system wouldn't work in today's Turkey. Babajan added that there wasn't a single person in the party who wasn't thinking about what the party would become after Erdogan left. Ekrem Amamalu, the opposition mayor of Istanbul and a member of the CHP, has a lot of lawsuits against him, most of them on charges of insulting a public officer. However, recently, he was acquitted of one of them. He had been charged with publicly insulting a public official as he targeted the mayor of Tuzla district during one of his rallies. Imamalu reportedly said that the mayor was at the rally to disturb the peace and that he was provoking the public. The prosecutor on the case argued that Imamalu acted unlike a statesman and provoked the public against the Tuzla mayor. Still, the mayor of Istanbul got away with it. And to close this edition, on Sunday the 10th, the contestant in the Turkish version of the show Who Wants to Be a Millionaire answered correctly the final question and won a million liras, around 37,000 US dollars. However, after she pays off the taxes, she'll only be left with around 800,000 liras, a little below $30,000. Since the beginning of the show in 2011, only six people have reached the final question and only two people, including this last one, won the grand prize. The final question was, quote, which letter is less common than the other three in the names of the 81 provinces in Turkey, end quote. They gave the contestant four options, and she chose the correct one, the letter V. That's it for this week. Thanks for joining us. We'd like to ask that you tell people you know about us, your family, your friends, your work buddies, and anyone you think might be interested in our updates, and tell them to hit the subscribe button. Remember, you can always financially support us by using the link in our show notes. Hashtag Kaleen.